0: Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you are looking for a bank That's big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but they're small enough to do it without tagging you with that mega bank experience. And if you're at one of those banks, you know what I'm talking about. I think Renaissance Bank has found that magic combination of size, the size you need, but delivering their services in a personal way. I found that myself in terms of the clients that I work with in conjunction with Renaissance, and I think you will find it too if you give them a shot. So go to RenaissanceBank.com, find one of their local offices and give them a call. I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank Understanding You, Member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Moquan Lima. Mo is with Mo Lima Photography. Mo, welcome.
1: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here.
0: I'm delighted you're here. Let's talk about you and how you're serving folks at Molima Photography.
1: Great. I am owner of a photography studio in downtown Alpharetta, and I serve folks with portrait photography for families. I do headshots, mm-hmm. and I specialize in photographing women who are 40 and older.
0: Ooh, that's interesting. I want to get, certainly want to get to that specialty, but let's talk about, um, your journey and why photography. Is this something that you got onto in an early age?
1: Actually, yes, it was. My, uh, uh, mother bought me a professional camera in high school as a gift.
0: Really? Yes. Why did she do that? Did you show some, some skills and aptitude for that? Or did she just see that in you and maybe you didn't see it yourself?
1: actually I think she saw it in me and also I went to school for art so I was always a creative uh, person Uh and at that time I was doing watercolors and sculpture Mm. and my mother thought it would be fun to try something new and I loved it and I've always been the photographer of the family I've never been in the photos but I've always (laughs) taken the photos yeah
0: right that that's what happens with the family photographer i think uh, every family has one right
1: yes i think so yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. usually mom
0: what what made you narrow your focus down to you, you had this all these artistic disciplines as part of your education what caused you to narrow in on photography and make it your vocation
1: so it is actually a second career for me okay I had worked in corporate America and marketing for, most recently, a Fortune 100 company. Mm. And I was looking at retirement, early retirement, by the way. And when I was offered that, I was like, I've got to do something with myself. Mm -hmm. I can't just sit around. And why don't I do something that I absolutely love? Because they say, if you're doing what you love you're not working right it's right <laughs> yeah so that was something that i reached back into from my youth as something i always enjoyed doing and um, so i decided to become a certified photographer and do have a studio
0: mhm oh wow and you've had your studio how long now
1: i have been a professional photographer for 5 years now and then actually 6 years And I have been at the current studio that I am as an independent studio for three years now.
0: Okay. Congratulations on that. Thank you. There, there are a lot of photographers out there, right? Yeah. Many, many. And there are a lot of professionals and then there are a lot of amateurs, right? Absolutely. How do, if I'm a consumer, Mm -hmm. how do I know? How do I know? Mm -hmm. What I'm getting.
1: Great question. I love (laughs) that. Okay. Yes, there are so many photographers out there and everybody's got to start from somewhere. Sure. I was once an amateur photographer, decided to make that my business. And Mm -hmm. of course, a professional photographer makes at least 50% or more of their income from photography. That's the difference between an amateur a lot of times and also experience and dedication to the craft So as a certified professional photographer, I take classes and I join organizations and I actually teach as well so that I can keep up to speed and understand all the nuances of running a business because it's totally different from being an amateur photographer who maybe doesn't have 50% or more of their time spent in photography, but Really, the best way to choose a photographer and to think about photography is to look at the photographer's work. Mm. Every photographer should have a portfolio out there with what they do so that consumers can make a wise choice. Mm-hmm. If you like what I'm showing you, my portfolio, I can replicate that for you. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a photographer and you're not familiar with their work, they may not be able to give you what you're looking for.
0: Mm. That makes uh, a lot of sense. You said something, two things there that I find interesting. One is there, you can be certified.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Talk
0: about the certifications.
1: Absolutely. So through the photographer, Professional Photographers Association of America, you can take an exam and prove that you are a professional through your work. And there are about I think 35 of us in all of the Atlanta, Metro Atlanta area who are certified professional. And it's not an easy test. (laughs) I'll tell you that. There are
0: only 35.
1: That is correct. Out of the thousands and thousands. a
0: metropolitan area of, what, 7 million or whatever it is right now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. So I'm in an elite group. (laughs) Aren't
0: aren't you, though? You're in thin air. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) Congratulations on that. Thank you.
1: And I love it. I love learning details about Mm -hmm. everything I do. And you have to know the physics of light to really be good at photography because photography is all about light. Mm -hmm. In fact, the word photo means light, right? (laughs)
0: <laughs> you say that like I knew, but <laughs> thank you, thank you oh, for sorry. assuming that. But no, I didn't know that. But thank you, Bo. You're so kind. <laughs> See, there you go. I learn something every day. That's why I do this show. So you, that's very. I find that fascinating. But but one other thing you said there is you talked about the um, you get fifty percent of or more of your earnings through professional photography and that's a dividing that's, line
1: that's a standard for any professional that's actually. a
0: standard mm-hmm. oh, okay in photography
1: mm, a- anywhere
0: anywhere mm-hmm. okay okay that's that's good i mm-hmm. love that okay let's get into the details here of or more details of as i'm thinking about getting my headshot my a business profile image mm-hmm. what should i be thinking about let's talk about business profile images what do, what yeah. what do uh, professionals need to know
1: that's a great question. Truly, the bottom line is that images that portray you as a professional mm-hmm. make you money. And that is one of the reasons you want to have a professional photograph mm-hmm. that makes you look like a professional and mm-hmm. shows that you give value in what you do as a professional. Mm-hmm. You want an image that shows that you have um, connection and authority. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that I do with posing and lighting and just the lens choice that I use. Don't let me get too geeky about it, but um, your images communicate your brand. And so it's really important that you give care And to show that you are a professional, if you look sloppy in your photo, people will think that's what they're going to get from you and that you are sloppy. Mm -hmm. And I tell people a lot of times to make sure that they are dressed appropriately. And I know these days it's a little more casual than it had been in the past, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But also to make sure that those profile images are focused on you, not your background, What's behind you? Right. <laughs> the green field that's behind, that's not important. Right. Not necessarily even all that you're wearing. You want to wear simple outfits with no pattern, no logos, unless it's your business kind of thing. So, Got it. those are some tips.
0: Those are good tips. How often should you refresh your image?
1: So, that's a question I get a lot. This industry standard is two years, believe it or not. But I say that if you have a significant change, whether it's it could be weight loss, it could be you've changed your hair, you've grown a beard, or you have new glasses, mm-hmm. it's time for a new headshot. People need to recognize you when they see you.
0: What about if I'm going gray? I don't, uh, yeah. You want me to show more gray, huh?
1: Oh, yeah. Don't tr- fool people. I don't know
0: anybody like that. but I- LAUGHTER <laughs>
1: my wife would
0: say different. Uh, That's
1: too funny. You definitely don't want people to be surprised when they meet you. That's not a good feeling. Right. Whoa.
0: Yeah, for sure. But so every two years, unless there's a big change.
1: Yeah, I would say three years. I would even give three years. Okay.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what... I, I guess it depends on the business, but what are the some of the factors that you think about as you think about somebody comes to you and says, I want a new headshot or I want a new portfolio, whatever they're looking for. Mm-hmm. What are some of the questions you're going to ask them, maybe is the way to say it, Sure. that help you determine, determine what you're going to offer them mm-hmm. or recommend to them?
1: Mm-hmm. So it depends on... Exactly what they're looking for. If it's Mm -hmm. a simple headshot for LinkedIn, we go over wardrobe, they can bring a couple outfits and I'll help them choose what to wear. I find out exactly where else they might want to use a simple headshot, whether it's for work, maybe it's for a website. If they need something a little more extensive, Mm -hmm. let's say they need something for brochures or they want something for their book jacket. Mm -hmm. I do offer a more extensive type of photography session where I first do an interview with them. And I consider that my design consultation where we talk about their brand colors, what's significant for them Mm -hmm. and how they want to be seen by their audience. And we talk about words that people would use when looking for them, because I do add that to the image file so that people can find it on. Uh, search. And that helps a lot. It brings it uh, closer to the top of search results when Mm -hmm. you've got the correct metadata behind it. And so there's a lot of factors that we consider first before their actual photo session. So I know exactly the type of lighting we're using, the type of background, and also the posing that I'm going to use. Are they an author? Maybe they want to look a little more confident and... You know, well-read and knowledgeable, or are they an athlete? I want to do something maybe a little more dramatic for mm. them with some dramatic lighting. Yeah. Those are the things that I go through with every client that comes in who wants those business uh, images.
0: Okay, so how do I prepare?
1: Um, I, but, but
0: how, how do I and, and specifically, how do I get rid of my nerves?
1: <laughs> good right? question good question because
0: i'm going to be nervous <laughs> oh absolutely right? everybody is everybody's nervous. everybody's
1: nervous and if you're not then you're probably used to being photographed a lot but mm-hmm. most people are nervous and with those folks just getting to know them first of all at that design consultation helps a lot because it's important to have a good rapport with your photographer mm-hmm. and then during the session before that we just plan everything out so they feel confident I do give them instructions before they come in for the session. And what's funny that people laugh about is that I tell them to practice posing in front of the mirror.
0: Oh, really? (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) So before they even come in. I wonder how many people
0: really do that.
1: Not as many as I'd like. But (laughs) (laughs) it really makes a difference. And I can tell when people have done it. You can. Oh, yes. Say more about that. How can you tell? Yes, because they feel a little more confident. They know their smile. A lot of times when people have not had their photos done in a long time, they're not used to looking at themselves. They look past themselves in the mirror when they're getting ready in the morning or whatever. But when you're forced to really see how you look, you become a little more confident with that look. You're not expecting to see the 20-year-old uh, John in the mirror.
0: <laughs> don't worry, I don't never see that.
1: <laughs> but some people don't see themselves past a certain age, which is really interesting to me. Right. So I think they feel more confident once they've gotten used to looking at themselves in the mirror and really seeing themselves and seeing which angles they like the best. Mm, I can tell them what I think looks good, Mm -hmm. but it's also helpful if they have an idea of the smile that they make that they like.
0: Because that's muscle memory. It is. Yeah.
1: Agreed. Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. I was guessing Mm -hmm. on that and I got it right.
1: So good. Okay. That's why some people are so natural. Right. Because they know already. Sure. That look.
0: Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, we're here speaking with uh, Mo Lima. Mo is with Mo Lima Photography. Mo, you have got this, you mentioned your, the kinds of photography you do, and you mentioned a certain specialty, and that's women over 50.
1: Yes, over 40 and over
0: 50. Over 40 and over 50. Okay. Mm-hmm. So why? Why that specialty?
1: I do offer hair and makeup at the studio. I love the feeling that women have after a little bit of a makeover. Mm -hmm. I feel a lot of times uh, because I can relate to them that women over a certain age in our society can be overlooked and ignored. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. And I love to serve. I love to make people feel good and feel good about themselves. And also I tend to love seeing the beauty in people, male or female, but especially women, because I think it's so important for women our age to feel good. We give so much to our families a lot of times, or taking care of sickly or elderly family members, and ignoring ourselves and our own needs, and feeling special. This is something I like to give to clients.
0: Yeah, I love that. You've got some And I I think the word, we were talking about this before we came on the air, I think the word that you like to use is empowerment.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Say,
0: Say more on that, expand on that, please. Sure,
1: thank you. I do feel that by connecting with yourself, understanding who you are and recognizing that and seeing how someone else might see you in their eyes, can give you a feeling of empowerment, can help you understand your own value. Mm-hmm. Seeing yourself looking beautiful in a photo mm-hmm. can give you that feeling. Having family members comment on how gorgeous mom is or how grandma looks beautiful in this picture can really make you feel great about yourself. And that's so important. Feeling bad about yourself can be so debilitating. Yeah. Um, and I do encourage some of my women clients who purchase photos, because I do offer also wall art, is to purchase a photo of themselves and put it in front of where they get dressed in the morning Mm. to see themselves and remember themselves as this gorgeous woman that they were on this day and keep it up.
0: That's great advice. (laughs) That's great advice. So you have a magazine yes let's talk about that
1: yeah so for my clients 40 and over and also i have another magazine for my clients 50 and older i am actually having i hold a campaign for each of that those groups and feature them in the magazine with their portraits and a little bit about their story mm-hmm. and this is a keepsake for them mm-hmm. and it just is something that they can have for themselves or that they share with their family members, and it's just beautiful. And the women sometimes meet each other, <laughs> yeah. and they know who they are, and they can share stories. There are so many similar stories in the magazine that I that I produce called Portrait Experience Magazine.
0: Mm-hmm. That's wonderful, and any. How often does that, how often do those magazines come out? Do you have any?
1: Approximately annually.
0: Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. Okay. Very interesting. So uh, just a couple more questions about the the session itself. So one of the things that you uh, point out that it's really important is just the body language. Yes. That someone that's posing They throw off, right? Mm. Tell us about what your thoughts are on that.
1: Yeah. And I think it's really um, much needed information because body language is one of the highest ranking pages on my site. I don't really understand Oh really? But, but yeah, I get a lot of hits on my content about body language because it is important to have the correct body language in mm-hmm. your photos so that you're giving the correct information about yourself or what you how you want to portray yourself. Also, the body language for couples is important. And I do consider myself an expert at posing people and making sure that they have the correct body language and showing the most beautiful features and angles. And that enhances the story for each of the photos. Mm -hmm. You can have totally different body language in the same session. And it's a totally different story about that person, depending on what they're wearing or what the, the lighting is, but posing to me and body language is important in that empowerment as well and making you feel good about yourself. And I do train people to use the right body language going forward in their photos. (laughs) I like to give tips. Yeah,
0: that's uh, wonderful. What you're doing really for people, whether it's women over 50 or some old dude like me, (laughs) is you're really giving people a refresh of their own sense of themselves Mm -hmm. right and and that is really truly invaluable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in terms of what people do with that Mm -hmm. let's get to that let's talk about maybe a success story or two that help illustrate the great work you do
1: yeah a client of mine kevin had he was one that really didn't have a lot of great profile images of himself. And whenever people were looking for something, they go to Facebook and find a photo of him at a bar or whatever, right? (laughs) like the wrong message.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And we put together a series of photos based on how he wanted people to see him. I interviewed him about who he admired, who in business inspires him, And just taking some of that energy to reinforce his own brand and his own images so that he had enough great images for his website, for his press kit, and for marketing material that he used. And he said he would never again take his image for granted Mm. after that because it impacted everything that he had out there. And he got so many compliments on the new photos, and he got lots of business as well. Yeah. Because he portrayed himself as a professional now, and people could really appreciate that.
0: That's awesome. Any other stories like that?
1: I do have plenty okay. of stories.
0: <laughs> How about for a woman over 50?
1: Yeah. So, yes. I have had many emotions in my studio. I'll bet. Yeah. <laughs> when people are, women are getting their photos. First, we do hair and makeup, and they get to see a little bit of the transformation, a piece at a time. They get to choose from studio wardrobe. Or I also do a thing that I call fabric wrapping or fabric draping, where. If you, know, you don't have a dress that you're happy with, I can create one on set with the fabrics that I have. I have sewn strips of fabric or used organza to create something unique for anybody, any woman that wants to have something unique. I love seeing that transformation. And several, and during the photo session, I'll give them a little sneak peek so they can see what this progress is like, what it looks like. Mm. And then when they come back to see their photos, I've had several women really comment on how different they feel afterwards. And this has happened multiple times. It's not just one story, but as a synopsis, it's just... I've had women cry in the studio. I keep tissue at my desk because they're so emotional about how they see themselves and how I've seen them. Sure, They're seeing themselves through my eyes. Mm -hmm. And I like to follow sometimes fine art photos, I'm sorry, portraits and artwork to go back to my artistic beginnings and old master's paintings and replicate that for some of the women and they see themselves in these beautiful portraits and it's amazing. Yeah.
0: And that's, wow, that's wonderful. What great work you're doing, Mo. This has been great. And I can't imagine that there aren't some folks out there that at this point want to know where they can get in touch. So let's tell them how they can do that.
1: Absolutely. My Instagram, where I have a lot of my portfolio, I am at Mo Lima Photo. So it's M-O-L-I-M-A-P-H-O-T-O and then on facebook it's mo lima photography and my website is molimaphotography.com and you uh-huh. can get all of my telephone numbers and email there and contact me and get a free consultation if you want
0: mo this has been fascinating and i'm just uh, delightful and i'm delighted we, you could come in and we could uh, celebrate the uh, The work you do, shine a light on it, pardon the pun, Uh, (laughs) on on the great work that you do. So, thank you for that, and uh, keep it up.
1: Thank you so much. This has been such a joy.
0: Yeah, thank you, Mo.
1: Thank you, John.
0: Folks, just a quick reminder: if you would be ashamed to have a picture taken of your bookkeeping system, and if you know what I mean, if you've got one of those boxes that's full of receipts and it's all scattered all over the place or you're you've got administrative tasks that are piled high that you can't get to and all those things are destroying the joy in your business admit it that's what's happening i've got a solution for you the people at office angels the that whole team of angels that fly in and get that work done for you and then they fly out and they do it on an ongoing or as needed basis I know the work they do myself personally because they do it for me and my business and I couldn't do it without them. Give them a call. If you're shy, you can go to officeangels.us and learn a little bit more, but I just encourage you to give them a call and let them know I sent you. Their number is 678-528-0500. And you will be glad you did because again, you will get the joy back in your business by using them. And a quick reminder for those that listen to the show that are waiting. Yes, I've got a book coming out here in about a month as we record this show mid-November. So mid-December, my book is called The Generosity Mindset Method for Business Success. Raise your confidence, your value, and your prices. That will be out. If you want to know more, you want updates on when the book is released, go to the dot com to learn more and to sign up for updates there and just a big thank you to you our listeners you are fantastic you continue to share our social media posts like us and then what you've done here that I've seen quite a few times is you share the show with others that may need the services of those who are on the show and that's such an act of generosity thank you for doing that and please continue to do that because you help us help the guests on this show and business leaders like Mo, who deserve that spotlight. And then it helps us fulfill our mission to be the voice of business in the North Fulton region. So for my guest, Mo Lima, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.